Are you happy with the school your children are attending? Do you feel that the education system adequately caters for the needs of your child? Hayley Ayres Findlay is the president of the Home-Based Learning Network in Perth, a home school support organisation. Hayley's four children have been homeschooled for the majority of their education. Well, it wasn't a conscious decision to begin with. Our oldest child was really struggling and had been in the school system. We started with him in New South Wales and he was always very bright, very confident, very happy, inquisitive, um, into everything. Then when he started school, he started experiencing difficulties almost straight off the bat and it only got worse as he progressed through the school system until we got to first year of high school and at my first parent-teacher conference, the English teacher and the Indonesian teacher basically told me, you might as well forget about any plans for university for this child or for him doing anything significant down the track. Um, that's a harsh viewpoint to come from a teacher. That's what we both were. And my husband and I discussed it and said, you know, they're right. If we keep them in this school, that's exactly what's going to happen. So we... Um, decided that we'd look around and find a different school and trying a program at a school there which also didn't work out for him um, so we decided to take him out of school so then we took TJ out and we had Rafe and Laird at home with us and then my daughter sort of said well how come I have to stay I want to be home too so we took her out as well how do you structure the day to ensure that your children get a good quality education and, and learn all the things they need to know without just uh, schlepping around the house in their PJs? <laughs> That's not a problem. I wish there was a bit more schlepping around the house. Um, well, first of all, you have to ask yourself, what is a proper education? You know, and what is an education for? Um, and that's a question that you know a lot of people don't even really consider when they're sending their children off to school. Why do we educate our children? What do we want out of it? Where do our values come into it? So those were things that we started thinking about more and more and more, and we developed our educational philosophy. Um, it took about 12 months to really sort of figure out what sort of a program we wanted to use, what sort of methodology... And different homeschooling families around the state use a variety of methodologies from Charlotte Mason to Steiner to Classical. We use an eclectic model where we take the best out of all the different programs, in our opinion, and we use it with our children. And we also really strongly consider their IPs, their intellectual profiles, and also their passions. And because we have now tailored each child's learning to who they are, what they're interested in, and what their intellectual profile looks like. They're self-directed, they're self-motivated, which is why I consider myself their facilitator. It's my job to provide the resources and the transport. Basically, they're pretty much organising their own education. Um, Do they still learn the three R's? Are they going to come out of your homeschool and know how to do fractions and diagrams and things like that? Well, you actually can't avoid doing that. If, you're, if you've got a stimulating, creative environment, you actually can't avoid those things. Um, my, my son, who's uh, raised the youngest one, technically I would say he probably didn't start reading until last year. He had no interest in it, really. So, And he's 11. He's, he's 11 now. 
But having said that, he's now engrossed in books like you wouldn't believe. And these are books that university students would be reading. So we left him to his own devices, basically, until he was really motivated. And then he discovered his passion for all things Greek, ancient Greece, ancient Rome, mythology. And he's now a walking encyclopedia, which, you know, we... Our ears bleed some days from the information that he's now coming back to us with. But could he read beforehand? He wasn't illiterate prior. I'm assuming that's what you mean. Um, He would look at books and he would read sort of, you know, cards on a Monopoly game and, and he could read street signs and things. But for me, reading is a lot more than just being able to decode letters. It's about being able to extract meaning from what you're reading, relate it to the world around you, and even draw your own conclusions and things as well. One of the frequent concerns some people have about the homeschooling method is a perceived lack of social interaction. How do you deal with that or ensure your kids still get all the other components of schooling apart from books and calculations? Uh, um, well, it's just not an issue. For, for most home-based people, it's actually the reverse. And again, you have to ask yourself, what is socialisation? Because when you take 30 children and put them in a class with one teacher and they're all generally from the same suburb and they're all the same age group, how is that learning to socialise with people from different cultures, of different ages, of different regions? Um, My children can talk to anybody of any age and are very comfortable talking to adults. And it's actually really surprising when people who've never met a home-based child before come up to them and, and sort of talk and come away afterwards and sort of say, my gosh, they're so confident. They're, you know, most teenagers are grunting at this stage and you guys have just held a conversation with me and they're so articulate. And the Home-Based Learning Network has got its 20-year anniversary this year and you're holding a conference for families in July, I believe, Hayley. Yes, we are. And we sort of thought about how we're going to celebrate 20 years of doing this in the state. So we decided let's have a conference. It's been a while since we've had one. So the committee got behind it and we've got some brilliant speakers, um, people like Margaret Lundy who've homeschooled their children and seen them through university and out the other side to people like Barbara Coombs from ECU who's going to come and talk to us and bring us all up to date with cyber technology and cyberspace. Um, so, and there'll be a range of people from a range of backgrounds that can help those that are just starting out, those that are in the middle, um, and also sort of like an in-service. So we'll have people from specialist disciplines who'll come in and give us the latest information so that we're sort of at the, you know, the front edge of our game. Hayley, what's the legal requirement for parents to ensure their children are educated and uh, register with the education department if they're doing homeschooling? That's right. In this state, you're actually required to notify the education department if you decide that you want to do home education. Then about 12 weeks after you've sort of been up and running, the moderator will give you a ring and say, you know, hi, I'd like to come talk to you, get to know you, get to know your family, see where you're at, you know, help you with any concerns that you have or any challenges. And um, you meet once a year with a moderator and he goes through with you where you're at, what you're doing, makes suggestions and helps you tweak things. Hayley, it sounds like an enormous commitment for any parent to to be the teacher, facilitator and mum slash dad to their children at a home school. 
Looking back on your time doing that, uh, is it something that you feel is is worthwhile and has uh, provided your child uh, with the best they could get? Uh, If I had it all to do again, I probably would never send them to school in the first place. Um, I've loved every minute of it and every day. You never know what you're going to get. And I've been there as things have started to gel for them or when they've made a discovery or when they've gotten excited about something, I've been able to watch that and be part of it. And that's just been really precious. And for our family life, it has just made such a difference. When we we first stopped school, we had not realised how much the school day dominated our lives and what we did from the beginning of the day to rushing around, getting books, getting uniforms, getting whatever was needed for that particular day's program at school to then coming home and again it was sort of you know right get your uniforms out unpack your bags do your homework then it's dinner then there's a little bit of time for family and then it's off to bed because you've got to be up again the next day to do it all again and then weekends especially as they got older you know that was again dominated more and more by the school program and since we gave you know put all that to one side and we get to spend time as a family and a lot of our learning now will occur on the spot wherever we are over the dinner table we've had some amazing discussions we're reading a book called Freakonomics at the moment um, and each night we read a chapter as a family and then we have a full-on discussion debate over the dinner table so it strengthened our family relationships as well my children I look at them and I often have strangers say your children actually like each other and I, yeah, they're really good friends, you know, they enjoy each other's company. And I think not being in the home, not being in the school system rather, has taken a lot of the pressure um, out of our family. We don't feel like we're in that, that pressure cooker anymore. We have time to be and to enjoy each other and just to enjoy life. Hayley, it's been really interesting talking to you and I've been quite fascinated to hear about another side of the role that parents can play in educating their children. Thank you for sharing your story. You're very welcome. Hayley Ayres Findlay, the president of the Home-Based Learning Network, whose four children have been homeschooled for the majority of their education. The Home-Based Learning Network has a website where you can find out more information and details about the conference in two weeks' time, hbnl.org.au.